DDCO at the plate. He's over for two today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. DDCO lets it fly, and it's oh, it's raining now. Welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the podcast where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. My name is Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. So, uh, award season just wrapped up, and we have a very special episode uh, for you. We're going to talk about teams who've never had an MVP, who've never had a Cy Young winner, who've never had a Rookie of the Year. Spoiler alert, folks, there are some. There are some, yes. Yeah. There are some. There are, they're not none, mm-hmm. and they're not all. There yeah, are some. There, there, are, there are some. Uh, and, you know, the answers may surprise you. So uh, stay tuned for that. Folks, this is episode number 63, the Jim Morris episode. Uh, Jim, Jim Morris. Morris, of course, being the subject of the movie, the early 2000s movie, The Rookie, starring Dennis Quaid. Did you ever see this movie, Jeremy? I did see it. I did yeah. see it, yeah. It's um, in theaters, yeah. Yeah, I liked it. It started mm-hmm. a, uh, a Rachel Griffiths, who was like in the midst of doing Six Feet Under yes. at the time. Oh, she was the was she the his wife or love interest yeah, in that? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what's his name? What was his name? His character's name? I forgot. Uh, uh, yeah, I uh, on Six Feet Under. Yeah, Peter Krause. Uh, Peter Krause, and she was Brenda, Nate, right? Nate, Nate she was, Fisher. He was right? Nate Fisher. Nate he, Fisher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His yeah, Brenda, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Who was like you know at one point took a turn where she was just like just having sex with random yeah. people. She was a sex addict. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I, I gotta say that there was a one episode where she's like on her porch and like these two like fucking like skater boy like slacker kids like come by and she like like smokes pot with them or something and then uh-huh. she like walks in the house and takes her like nightgown off and then like these guys follow her after like that was illicit that was crazy yeah Jeremy it's not the first time you brought that scene up to me <laughs> um, maybe the first time on the podcast so our listeners didn't have to know that but that's alright we, we, we march on I guess yeah um, so yeah J- this movie was about Jim Morris he had a pretty unremarkable career uh, debuted in 1999 at the uh, ripe age of 35 Jeremy I got about a year and a half left before uh, to be successful in the game of baseball you know it's, there's uh, still hope yeah there's still hope uh, his career ERA only played parts of two th- seasons 99 and 2000 pitched only 15 innings in his career and had a 480 era so a great story but an unremarkable career that was with the tampa bay devil rays it was yes i i mean it's one of those things where it's like okay like i it's cool that like that happened and everything but like did the rays really like like i could see them bringing him in like maybe okay so his first year he played he appeared in five games mm-hmm. i could see them maybe doing that but then they brought him back for another year yeah. and it's like Okay, when does this go from beyond like feel good story to just like the the Rays have like no like like prospects or anybody in their like farm system? Right. Like there wasn't anyone else who could have got those sixteen uh, or those ten innings in, in, in two thousand. Uh, yes, that's right. I am dumping on the story of Jim Morris here. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was odd. Jack, I my tie in with Jim Morris is that. I had a, uh, a like a PlayStation baseball game mm-hmm. with like the real players and everything, and you can like simulate. And Jim Morris was in that game. Really, he wasn't that bad. Okay, I remember he was like a bullpen piece for my team when I like simulated like my season or whatever. Yeah, and like he was like all right. Okay, getting left-handers out. Yeah, I guess. Hitters. Yeah, I guess so. So okay. it was uh, it was interesting. And Jer- then, interesting thing, Joe Jeremy. I'm looking yeah. a little bit deeper into this. So he was drafted twice. He was drafted in uh, the 18th round in 1982, but he didn't sign. He was drafted fourth overall. He was a first round draft oh, yeah. pick in 1983. 
Yeah. Um, it looks like he spent a year at like a junior college, but he was drafted. He was a first round draft pick, drafted fourth overall. This is it. I do it. It is in the January secondary phase draft. Oh, so I'm not okay. really sure what they did back then, but yeah. that was that was not like the. I don't think that was the main draft. Okay, but okay. even still, fourth overall is unless this is like some sort of like rule five draft. I don't even right. know what the hell it is, but but yeah, but still, I mean, yeah, fourth overall, even like in the secondary draft, is still pretty significant. I mm-hmm. would say, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't, this movie. The movie also had that little twerp from the from uh, uh, Two and a Half Men, Angus T. Young or whatever his name is. Oh, you know, that I never kid. watched. Never watched two. Oh, oh, is is the, the kid. kid from Two and a Half Men is in that? Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. And was, I think it was maybe right before that show started, or maybe it was like while the show was first or second year right. in or whatever. Yeah, you remember that that kid like. He he remember how he like left two and a half men. He became he like joined a cult or something and like <laughs> shaved his head and he de- he denounced like the filth of like Charlie Sheen and the movie. Wow. And he was like that show sucks or something like I don't know. It was weird. He he got all weird at the end. Yeah yeah. That, yeah. that happened to the kid on The Sopranos too. Like he oh, got in yeah. trouble. Uh, yeah just uh, you know strange things happened to, <laughs> happened to these child stars. Well Jeremy, yeah. um, uh, talking about the rookie, you had a little story uh, uh, about a. a a rookie on yep. the uh, San Diego Padres, okay. uh, Jacob Nix. Uh, Jack, we missed this story. I mean, I think it was easy easy to miss, but we were um, we were in uh, at the at the Catalyst Fest when this story broke. Yeah. But um, the Arizona Fall League, they moved the Arizona Fall League up this year, and it, it happened from uh, mid September to mid or like uh, yeah, mid September to mid October, I think roughly uh, late October. And uh, there was a pitcher for the uh, San Diego Padres, Jacob Nix. Who um is a was you know one of their top prospects or whatever, um he got arrested. I'll just read the headline: San Diego pitcher, uh, San Diego Padres pitcher Jacob Nix arrested after climbing through a family's doggy door. Um, <laughs> so okay, Padres uh, pitcher Jacob Nix was arrested Sunday for criminal trespassing after getting into an Arizona house through a doggy door, prompting a resident in the home to kick him and use a stun gun on him. Um, he was accused of entering. Um, a fenced in backyard, uh, then trying to climb through a doggy door. Um, he was kicked in the face by someone in the home before fellow baseball player, Tom Cosgrove, who plays for, uh, the minor league, uh, Padres tried to pull him through, uh, pull him out of the door. And as they were like getting out, uh, the person quote, leaned out of the doggy door and deployed his taser hitting Nick's in the torso. Jesus, that's what happens when you trespass in Arizona. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and uh, so they were found a couple blocks away and arrested. Um, uh, let's see. Jesus Christ. He was charged with criminal trespassing and released on $100 bail. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he's um, he's charged with uh, yeah criminal trespassing, basically. And uh, has to, Oh, and the other guy was also uh, charged with criminal trespassing. Um, so that was... So Nick's was in... Peoria, Arizona for the folly. Yeah. And that happened. And it said like somewhere, I don't know if it's in this article or not, but they're like, he's, he thought, it, yeah, Nick's told police that he thought that this was his home, even though he doesn't have a doggy door and usually enters through the front door. <laughs> <laughs> he could not, ex- he could not explain and would not elaborate further why he tried to enter someone else's home. Uh, court, Documents said he was under the influence of dr- drugs or alcohol. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the, the only the first thing I think, Jeremy, is that this had to be some type of bet. I, Maybe, yeah, or, I get, or yeah, they were just right. doing like some serious like party drugs, and he thought that he, you know, he was just tripping out. Yeah, he was like crawling through the birth canal or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just a doggy door, and then he got teased. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, and Jacob Nix, like, 
he had a. I think he debuted last year. I think he pitched in 2018 with the uh-huh. Padres, and like he was on my radar as like you know a rising star, and like you know he was one of the people that I was thinking about of the Padres like plethora of rookies. Yeah, and they like outrighted him. Like I think they're gonna like I think they're like cutting ties with him or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so it's quite a fall from grace, but. Uh, I mean, it's funny that he got arrested, but he also got kicked in the face and tased. <laughs> it's, like, pretty ridiculous. It's, like, what a lame way to, like, get busted. Like, you get busted, which is bad enough, and then but then, like, insult to injury. Right. Um, yeah, is he related to Jason Nix, I wonder? I wonder. Yeah. I, I kind of don't think so because mm-hmm. they were so... Because there was also Lance Nix, too. Oh, L- yeah. And he spelled it, like, L-A-Y... Lance Nix. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever uh, gene pool named a guy Lance with a Y may have also, you know, created this guy. So maybe they are related. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I just dragged Lance Nix through the mud for no reason. But uh, <laughs> nothing new for Rain Delay Theater. Um, yeah. So I thought that was a funny story. And yeah. I'm like, how did I miss that? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I w- it, that's a weird time to be like following like ancillary sports stories when the playoffs are going on and you know exciting things in baseball are happening but uh i i that we we needed to talk about that one on, on the podcast <laughs> for sure um so today's episode is going to be all about um oh but just before we get into yeah. that there's some business with the astros that's going on right now but like news is breaking so we're just going to kind of wait to talk about that until the mlb's investigation is finished yeah there's new yeah yeah we, we, we're gonna wait till they uh you know fully investigate before we can comment on it yeah um no but it's just like there's so news new news coming out every day like now alex cora and carlos beltran are, are involved and um, did you watch that video where like where Danny Farquhar was pitching? I haven't had the chance yet. It's pretty awesome. Uh-huh. Like you hear like the like or like whatever like I, that that doesn't do do it justice. But like you can hear the 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 pounding in the background, and it's like what what are they doing? Yeah, um, I was. Uh... Uh, uh, just reading reading some things about it uh, on the internet and uh, on Reddit. Uh, I, they they said that they're uh, they're going to interview Taubman and Brandon Taubman if they haven't already. But like the Astro the Astros fired Brandon Taubman, so he might actually give the MLB everything he knows about it. Yeah, right. Um, so exactly. it'll be interesting to when all of that you know comes to pass. There you go, the criminals or the uh, you know the rogues gallery helping out other uh, bad dudes. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll we'll cover that uh, when everything uh, is when all is revealed about the Astros scandal. But uh, for now, uh, our episode is going to focus on uh, teams who've never had an MVP winner, uh, never had a Cy Young winner, and never had a Rookie of the Year. Jeremy, it was uh, uh, kind of an interesting thing to research as we went through all the teams. Yeah, for sure, because yeah, we there is no like articles. Um really that we could find that like that that covered this stuff so we we, we did the research ourselves here at uh, rain delay theater mm-hmm. and um yeah the lists are not drastically long that no. it wasn't that we could, can't run them all down right so do you want to start with mvp then yeah let's start with mvp um so jeremy though i think the most uh, shocking one for both of us is that the mets have mm-hmm. never had anybody win the mvp yeah for sure um yeah and like yeah you know obviously you'll you'll see some uh, uh, expansion teams pop up on this yep. list, which makes sense. Yep. But yeah, the Mets have never ha- have never had an MVP. So very surprising. Piazza never got it. Uh, Strawberry um, never got it. Good never got it. Like, Even so. Carlos Beltran had some good years with the Mets. I feel like. Yeah. Right. So it's surprising. Um, 
But uh, yeah, and the Mets go back to what the sixties. Uh, yeah, at some the, point. yeah, the, the sixty-two, right? Sixty-two was their first year, yeah. I believe. Yeah, because they were like they had one of the worst teams uh, ever that year. I think um, uh, maybe the worst team was that the team that won like forty and one hundred and twenty or something like that, or forty-two and one hundred and twenty. I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so Jeremy, I think a fun thing to do too would be to speculate. Uh, you know, who is going to win it? I think the for the Mets in the future, I think the obvious answer is Pete Alonso. He probably he probably almost won the NL MVP this year. Yeah, I know. I. I, I yeah, the, the the at the time of this recording, the um, the votes have just come out about NL MVP. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering how many votes Pete Alonso did get. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean for sure, and he, he so he just won the Rookie of the Year. Uh, seemingly has a bright future ahead of him. Uh, although, did you see that he got into that Twitter spat yesterday? No, I didn't see this. So um, um, <clears throat> he tweeted. Um, like honor, he tweeted about Degrom saying, like you know, congratulations, he's the best pitcher to be to play behind, and I love playing behind him. And he's just a killer instinct or whatever. And some guy wrote back like, "Shut up, fat ass." <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, but but so Pete Alonso replied to him, and yeah. he's like, he's like, you know, when I was hitting, 50, did you enjoy watching me hit fifty three homers and whatever RBIs while you were sitting on the couch? Nice. And then the guy wrote like. Yeah, like you were doing it in October. <laughs> and so then Alonso just like, I mean, I think he just bailed at that point. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing that was funny about that was that the guy, for some reason, when he replied, um, he tagged MLB in it. Yeah. So then when, when Alonzo replied back, MLB was also tagged in his response. And I'm yeah. sure MLB is not pleased with players like responding to trolls. Right. Um, <laughs> but then you like, but then like you look, I looked at this guy's fucking Twitter and this guy's a, just a real troll piece of shit. Yeah. Um, and he's a Yankees fan. Okay. And so everything he has is like either like Yankees like, Oh, like what's it going to take for the Yankees to sign Josh Donaldson or not Josh Donaldson, uh, Lindor. Mm-hmm. It's like, you think, uh, trading a uh, fucking Brett Gardner will get it done or something like some stupid bullshit. Like yeah. any fucking idiot fan would tweet. Um, and uh, he kept going, like, after Pete Alonso. And then, like, people were chiming in. And one guy, he said, like, yo, that's why your wife left you or something. It's <laughs> like, this guy's a fucking loser. He's just a fucking scum. Yeah. And uh, I, I actually wanted to tweet yesterday from the Rain Delay Theater account and say, like, hey, should I engage with at and then tag the guy's name or something? Right, yeah. Uh, just because, like, I'm like, this guy needs to be taken down. Yeah, I mean, um, at, at least we don't rip on ballplayers for their personal appearance, I guess, you know? I mean... Even if he is fat, like yeah. like, I mean, I would say he's big boned. Yeah, I mean he's 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 really good. Yes, yeah. And so it's like, yeah, I'm sure this guy is just the you know specimen of uh, Adonis like yeah. body. The pi- the picture of health, Jeremy. I do like yeah. it when uh, ball players respond to uh, trolls, though. Yeah, uh, like Christian Yelich did with Roxanne. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, no, I mean it's great i think as long as the person just backs down at that right. point yeah because then like because like if you look at that feed you'll just see all the rest of the, the things that this guy says although clearly he's a crazy piece of shit so right. whatever mm-hmm. um but anyway i'm sorry that i even brought it up but let's mm-hmm. move on to the next uh, yeah so i, I would say alonzo for sure yep. uh-huh. um i don't even know who i would say as a 1a right um but, uh, but, yeah, let's go Alonzo on that. Um, <clears throat> another team who has never had an MVP are the Arizona Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, they've certainly had their share of Cy Youngs. I'm, I'm kind of surprised uh, Luis Gonzalez didn't win the MVP in, in 2001. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. Um, let's see who did win it that year. Um, 
Yeah, but uh, it's surprising. Barry Bonds won it. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. And yeah, so he probably had 70 homers that year or something. But <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I mean, yeah, and like Goldschmidt never mm-hmm. won it. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know. I mean, honestly, they they seem like a team that would have had, you know, Johnson or Schilling win it. Right. Uh, when, as a as a dual uh, Cy Young MVP. Um, but yeah, this, so this is where it's getting into expansion <laughs> expansion teams where they haven't had a, t- a whole. They've only had twenty one years right. to uh, uh, accumulate an MVP, and it hasn't happened. Um, as far as who could win it in the future, you know, Eduardo Escobar had a pretty good season this year. Yeah. He had, if his average was a little higher and the Diamondbacks had been a little bit better, he mm-hmm. might have won it. I mean, he hit two sixty nine with thirty five homers and one hundred and eighteen RBIs. Eduardo Escobar did that, which yeah. is uh, kind of out of nowhere. And Catel uh, Marte actually finished. Um, Fourth or fifth in, in yeah. MVP voting this year. He hit three twenty nine. That's very that's insane. I mean, listen, I would never bet on any of those guys to win MVP because no. I I couldn't imagine like an, a, a National League where Catel Marte is your MVP. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, from I, and I'm trying to think of guys in the farm system too, and I just right. I mean, I would say Marte for lack of. Uh, for better uh, options, you, you you would you say you're saying Escobar? I was gonna say Christian Walker. Okay, my Christian boy Walker. Christian Walker, uh, yeah. the ooh the 28 year old. First, of all, I didn't know Christian Walker was 28. Yeah, yeah. He he like debuted with he played like five games over like two years with the Orioles. Yes, he did. Yeah, he debuted yeah. in 2014 <laughs> with the Orioles and he had 18 at bats with them. Uh, yeah. Wow. So yeah, he is a lot older than I. Thought he was, but he yeah. had 29 home runs this year, and that's a good home run hitters park. So maybe he's got maybe he's got 40 in him next yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I can't imagine some bizarro world where Christian Walker is <laughs> NL MVP. But for the sake of the for the conceit of this bit, uh, you know, uh, we can say that. I'll, I'll stick yeah. with Cattell Marte. But, okay, I yeah. like it. All right, and then the only other team uh, of all 30 uh, MLB teams to not have an MVP are the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, so the two 90, 1998 expansion teams yeah. uh, have not had one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean... You know, uh, I, Jeremy, uh, yeah. I remember 2007, Carlos Pena had a really good year for them. Okay. He hit like 46 home runs, uh, but the team was probably terrible, so he wasn't considered. Yeah, 07, because 08 was the year that they made the World Series, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so like Longo didn't win it that nope. year. Um, yeah. You know, Zobrist, uh, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever the big hitters they had. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, so going forward, who could win the MVP for the Rays? Oof. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, I think a lot of people were excited about Brandon, Mc- Brandon McKay, yeah. uh, the pitcher first baseman, but, um, uh-huh. it seems like he's kind of like competent at both, but not really great at either. Right. He seems like a better pitcher, uh, than a position player, mm. but mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, he didn't, he's never, he hasn't actually abandoned the, the, the hitting, um, I mean, Wander Franco, right? Right, yeah. So, Wander, maybe we saw the future MVP. Yeah, yeah. the future first MVP of mm-hmm. the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I think for someone like the Rays, you got to look. Uh, you got to look uh, minor leagues there. Yeah, most definitely, because I don't um, think it's going to be Brandon Lau. Yeah, right. Exactly. Brandon Lau like finished. Se- he finished third in Rookie of the Year voting. By the way, just re- well, I know we're going to get to Rookie of the Year, but. Um, like Vlad, not even one of the finalists for Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. John Means was the second runner-up for <laughs> Rookie of the Year, and uh-huh. Lau was third. And Lau missed like months. Yeah, he only played in eighty-two games this year. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, well, uh, Jeremy, let's move on to Cy Young. All right, let's um, do it. Well, I think our most surprising one here uh, was the Cincinnati Reds. 
Yeah, that one even more so because they're like even the, like you know the the Mets are technically an expansion team, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but the Reds were not. The Reds have been around for since forever, um, and they've never had a Cy Young winner. And like you know, when we were doing the research, I'm like, well, I'm sure they have. But then like you know, once I started looking at it, I'm like, I guess not. I mean, we were thinking that maybe Jose Rijo won it in mm-hmm. uh, 1990 yep. when they won the World Series, but uh, he didn't. Mm-hmm. And Johnny um, Cueto never won it. Johnny Cueto never won yeah. it. Um, yeah, I mean. And, you know, uh, well, first of all, Jeremy, uh, we should say that the Cy Young didn't start until, what, 56, was it? Yeah, I believe so. It's not like a uh, long... But even so, the Reds had that period of dominance in the 70s. You know, they won back-to-back World Series in 75 and 76, but uh, that was all because of their lineup. You know, their their position players. Uh, Sparky Anderson, like, hated pitchers. Um, and so they always said, like, when, uh, you know, the, when that team would, like, do tours and do panels, like, Sparky Anderson would never talk about the pitchers. <laughs> the pitchers would actually come to those panels and say, like, hey, Sparky, like, you had pitchers on that team, too, right? Uh, and they would actually stand up and say that. Yeah. So, yeah, even those those best Reds teams never, like, well, they had probably had, they had good pitchers on them. They, you know, were not known for that. Now, I'm trying to think of some good pitchers in Reds history. I mean, who, who would have been on the Don Gullett or something? Like, yeah, yeah, was yeah. Was he, like, on that? On I, the yeah. 70s Reds or I something? Believe, yeah, I believe he was. Um, uh, I know Tom Seaver was a Red at some point, but was yeah, that at the very end I of his career? I think it was probably bef- uh, after. Um, yeah. Uh, his Mets run. And yeah. then, um, I mean, like, uh, they had Homer Bailey for... Uh, right. All he ever did was pitch some no-hitters. <laughs> That's a know? name that keeps popping up to me, too. I mean... Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Um and I mean, then, they, they don't they don't give you a, a Cy Young uh, for pitching a no hitter unless your name is J- Justin Verlander this year. <laughs> yeah, this year. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I just remember Tom Browning and uh-huh. Jack Armstrong they had on yep. the 1990 uh, team. By the way, Jack, uh, if we're gonna do another, uh, you know, if we're gonna do a game uh, episode mm-hmm. like where we watch a game in the off season, we should do the 1991. Was it? Uh, all-star game that was at Wrigley Field. Oh, okay, um, yeah. It, it's on YouTube. Okay. Uh, Jack Armstrong started that game for the Reds. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then no one, then everyone immediately forgot his name. <laughs> who the hell he was. Uh, except for me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so yeah, no no Red Cy Young. Uh, who could be the first Red Cy Young winner? Uh, I mean, Ooh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, Sonny Gray? Actually, Sonny Gray like almost... Won it this year. Yeah, he did good. So yeah. did Lu- so is Luis Castillo. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, that's um, true. Yeah, I mean, like I think this. I think the smart money would be on him yep. or definitely Sonny Gray. Mm-hmm. But um, Trevor Bauer, <laughs> he's going to be on the Reds uh, next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Did Did you hear this thing about how like Trevor Bauer like got rid of his agent and like now his agent is his like college friend possibly girlfriend yeah so they're like oh once again like trevor bauer dances to the beat of a different drummer (laughs) nice Uh, yeah uh but you know it's it's interesting jeremy because i I had known that you know at least gray was uh in the cy young cy young hunt this year but it's Uh like uh i I didn't realize the stakes of that for the reds you know that they'd never had a cy young that yeah right cy young winner that would have been big for them yeah but not this year and also castillo's good too uh okay so yeah those are two uh two good choices for that jeremy the miami marlins um, uh, have also never had a Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, not too surprising. No. Um, you know, I hate to say it, but like um, Jose Fernandez probably would have won. He one. probably definitely would have won one, and he, I think he almost uh, he, he probably almost did in like maybe his second year. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, that's a weird one. I mean, and again, like the, they had Beckett, you yep. know, the the World Series year, yeah. but he didn't win that. Dontre Willis probably had a good season or two with them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
uh, AJ Burnett, right. Brad Penny, mm-hmm. um, even Levon Hernandez in '97. Uh, but he kind of came out of nowhere. I feel like yeah. Um, so yeah, I, you know, not not terribly surprising. But those were guys who maybe could have wanted for them. Um, going forward, jeez, uh, Louise. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking I mean, here, Jeremy. Sandy Alcantara. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jeremy, they traded Zach Gallen. That would have been that would have been my pick. Yeah. Well. Yeah. For sure. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of who they have coming up and coming up the system. Uh, they have some guys. Uh, they have a guy, Trevor Rogers, who they maybe even traded away, and they have another guy who has a very similar name to that. Okay, <laughs> that's that's not good analysis at all. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of who they have up in the up in the pipeline. Um, I mean, let's just say Sandy Alcan- Alcantara. Yeah, that sounds good to me. He had a good year this year: three eighty-eight in a hundred uh, ERA in one hundred and ninety-seven and a third innings pitched, which yeah. uh, in this day and age is a lot. Thirty-two we, games started. We may have seen his worst start of the year. Yeah, actually. probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got uh, he got he got lit up in yeah, that one yeah. uh, in really cold weather too, which was odd. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, all right, so Sandy Alcantara is our pick for uh, future Marlins Cy Young. Um, yeah. Jeremy, probably the easiest one on this list to call for Cy Young. The Rockies. Yeah, Rockies uh, never yeah, won one. Never won one, no. And, uh, you know, Mike Hampton. You remember when Mike Hampton signed with the Rockies? Yeah. That was like a big deal. Um, I mean, Mike Hampton might have won like an MVP award for his hitting. Right. But like, you know, yeah, he never won one. Yeah, it's like, I think he, I think he was like excited to go to like the Rockies because it was a good hitter's park, yeah. but he forgot that he actually had, had a pitch there and <laughs> right. that he was a pitcher and not yeah. a, you know, a third baseman or something. Right. Um, but yeah, like, you know, so famously... It's a hit, it's a pitcher's nightmare mm-hmm. at park, and like it seems like the only kind of pitchers that the Rockies can get are guys that they bring through the pipeline. Yep, and then like just eventually decide to leave for like you know f- f- out of mercy reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know, um, dude. I have no idea who could be the the rookie or the the, the Cy Young winner for the Rockies. John Gray. You know what? I think I just read some story where they're like. They were going to release him, or they're trying to trade him, or something. Oh, Jesus, he's their so, only—he's the only guy who had an ERA under four in their starting rotation. Yeah, he's, he's practically the only guy who had an ERA under five. <laughs> their, ne- their next closest guy was Marquez with a four seventy six ERA. Yeah, I yeah right. So yeah, Marquez. I mean, yeah, I mean their team ERA, Jeremy, this year the Rockies was five fifty six. Yikes! Yeah, that's Not real good. bad. John Gray drawing trade interest is the story that I saw earlier okay. today. Um, so yeah, I mean, I do like Jermon Marquez. Um, he just kind of hit a wall. Like I mm-hmm. think people say he has good stuff. Um, I mean, I guess I would say him. But um, and then what's who was the guy who pitched well against the Cubs? Was it Hoffman? Jeff Hoffman? Uh, uh, yeah, or yeah. Freeland? It yeah, was Freeland. Kyle Freeland. Kyle yeah, Freeland. I get yeah. those two confused. Who's like, from Denver? I think that was the big story with him. Yeah, like he looked great against the Cubs and in the playoffs in oh in eighteen, mm-hmm. and he did nothing this year. I don't think. Like, no. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I have his stats up here. He's three and eleven with a six seventy three ERA and twenty two starts. Uh, awful, yeah. awful. Jeremy, yeah, that, do you want to hear a few more Rockies? Because I, I didn't yeah. really follow the Rockies at all this year. I know Arenado had a good year. Yeah. Story did. Blackman did. But I didn't hear anything about their pitchers, and rightfully so. A couple guys, Jeremy. I remember they signed Brian Shaw to a big uh-huh. a big uh, free agent deal or at least <laughs> right. two years. He had a 530 ADRA this year in 72 innings. Not that's, good. That's right. The, wait, the Rockies were the team that signed all these relief pitchers. Yep. Like, they're like, oh, they're going to be great. Their relief pitchers are going to be great. It's like... What, they're what, they're going to be like the 15 Kansas City Royals or something? Like yeah. I don't think so. No, and uh, speaking of the Royals, Jeremy, the coup de grace for this uh, <laughs> is Wade Davis. So, yeah. you know, Cubs fans uh, often lament 
Uh, and right, kind of, uh, you know, rightfully so. Okay, that David they, Ross. That's your second time saying that, rightfully so. Right? Did I? Yeah, twice. Oh, and David Ross says that. But that's what I said last episode. Yeah, that's what, no, I, re- that. I remember that now. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man, it's bleeding into this podcast. <laughs> well, if he doesn't say it, you will. So okay. You yeah. Go. All right. Uh, okay. So um, Wade Davis, uh, eight sixty-five ERA in forty-two and two-thirds innings. Cra- what? Say that again. <laughs> and he had an eight sixty-five ERA. That's crazy. Four, that's almost a one run allowed per inning. Yeah, and forty-two and two-thirds innings so a big sample size too jeremy and he's a closer yeah so, and he's a closer so he, you're he had 15 saves so it's like all right you're the closer we understand you'll give up one run every appearance <laughs> <laughs> just just we'll give you a two-run lead every time because uh-huh. we know you will guaranteed give up one run every time you go out there mr <laughs> closer yeah. yeah um wow so he was uh he was really bad his whip was 1.875 so he let almost two runners on base per inning so Crazy. Uh, yeah yeah okay so not only will he give up a run but he'll like he'll get two on too. yeah yeah so maybe he should just he should retire to his porch with his beer now you yeah know? exactly uh, which is what he said he wanted to do i guess talk about like yeah i mean like i think that that whole thing with like mike hampton like signing with the rockies was like one of the earliest memories I can have of a guy just strictly going after the money. Yep. And yep. like, it's like, okay, like you'll get all this money. That's great. You'll never win anything. Yep. Um, but enjoy the money mm-hmm. and, you know, then complain about the team for not, you know, like building a team around you, but you're taking up like half their payroll or something. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. And, uh, yeah, I guess, um, Wade Davis is happy. I'm sure he's happy with the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, didn't need to be on the Cubs in 2018 or anything. <laughs> no. But, yeah. um, so this one was kind of surprising to me, Jeremy. Uh, the Texas Rangers are the fourth and final team that has never won the Cy Young. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I don't really know how um, uh, Arlington State what, – what was the name of their stadium before? The ballpark, the ballpark at Arlington. Well, is that the, the one they played oh, in last year? No, the, no, no. Oh, yeah, the one I, before that, whatever yeah. that one was. I think it was called, like – it might have been called Rangers Stadium or Arlington Stadium or something, mm-hmm. but it's like I don't know if that one was known for being a hitter's park like their current one is, or like it's actually now their former one. But like, uh-huh. but yeah, um, but uh, so I can see them not having one in recent years just because the the hitters the park is is tough for for pitchers, right? Um, but like you know, I know Kenny Rogers was good there for a while. Kevin Brown was on the Rangers. Kevin Brown right? was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and of course, Nolan Ryan, mm-hmm. Bobby Witt might have had a moment with the Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, no no Cy Youngs in their uh, history. No, and it, it really is hard to think of like a, a stud pitcher that they had had over like a number of years. You know, it yeah, seems right. like they've never had that like big ace um no. for an extended period of time i will say mike minor did crack like the top like five or six vote getters this year he was like number six or something it must have been that 200 strikeout yeah you know that, that, <laughs> hey that looks really impressive on a resume so right yeah um no i think that begs a good question like who uh who for the rangers could win uh could win the Cy Young. Um, Garrett Cole. <laughs> uh, yeah. Know? Okay. Yeah. Like, good point. Like, I feel like they might have to sign a guy. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. For sure. I mean, we yeah we hadn't really been taking free agent signings into account mostly because the teams that we're doing besides the Mets aren't really usually big on signing free agents, while the D backs are too. But yeah. Um, yeah so I, the Rangers could definitely sign a guy. Uh, yeah. Garrett Cole is a good call if he's gonna you know if he's gonna sign with them. Who knows? Maybe Strasburg will sign with the Rangers. Yeah. Right. I don't know who, um, again, like pitchers down the pipeline. They have a guy named Cole Wynn. Uh-huh. Um, they have another guy named Owen White, I think. But yep. these guys are not like top. They like, I think a Cole Wynn was like a top, was a first round draft pick. But uh, 
I haven't heard that much like he's like tearing it up or anything. No, so I don't know. Yeah, Jeremy, I texted you this a couple days ago, but like the, it's weird. I don't know what the Rangers are doing. They finished seventy eight and eighty four this year. They don't seem committed to like entirely rebuilding, but yeah. they haven't signed like a lot of big free agents either. So they don't seem like they're going for it. They kind of just seem like they're stuck right in the middle, like kind of like the Reds of the uh, the AL. Yeah, and they seem content with that. I yes. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, so that wraps it up for Cy Young. We had four there, and Jeremy for Rookie of the Year. The only team that's never had a Rookie of the Year is once again the D-backs. Yeah, not big on uh, the awards, I guess. No. Um, yeah, I, it's uh, the Rookie of the Year is cool, and like you know, I do like following the prospects. Um, it's cool that like a team like the Marlins can have one, like, and the Yankees can have one. Like, um, it's a t- it's a very like a uh, it gets spread out a lot to different teams. It does. Um, yeah, the D backs. I mean, they had AJ- Travis. Remember Travis Lee? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Travis yeah. Lee. yeah. Oh, he, he was like their first baseman and like debuted with them. I think uh, in like '98. I think he was like one of their first. You know, he was like one of their first big guys. Yeah, for um, sure. They cool. don't seem like they really develop a ton of talent, like you know, um, and hang on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean Goldschmidt, I guess. Goldschmidt, AJ Pollock. Yep. Uh, I. I'm just trying to think of who else like could have possibly. I mean, Miguel Montero might have had a good rookie year with yeah. the, the D backs, but uh, yeah, on those real good D backs teams with like Schilling and stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, they were seemed like they were more known for their pitching, and like Luis Gonzalez was the best player, but he'd obviously been on a ton of teams before that. Yeah, um, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. That's that's an interesting one. Um, in terms of future guys yeah. uh, to, to possibly win Rookie of the Year for them, I just looked this up, Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, the aforementioned Zach Gallen um, is still rookie eligible. Nice. So, I mean, are we going to put all our chips on the Zach Gallen yeah. Rookie of the Year train? I, I think we should. We saw him, pit, we saw him pitch, Jeremy. Um, he's yeah, very In a rare, as it's going to turn out, Marlins uh, yeah. start. Yeah, how rare would that be, Jeremy, to have seen a guy win Rookie of the Year have played on a different team before he did it? Yeah, yeah, right. In a different year. Yeah, I know. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder if that's ever happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, Zach Gallen, very cognizant of when a runner gets on second base <laughs> to be stealing signs. Yeah, and um, potentially uh, drawing the ire of one Jackson. <laughs> 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 oh, man, I had to work the next day, Jeremy. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, uh, there's, um, I don't know, there's like, uh, in, when you look at their pipeline, like, um, they have a uh, they have a guy um, Alec Thomas who uh, came like who played uh, with the Kane County Cougars this year. Yeah. Um, well, we saw uh, 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 Jazz Chisholm. Yes, we uh, did. Who got traded away to yep. the Marlins for Zach Gallen. Uh, yeah. So he's not in the picture anymore. Corbin Carroll is their third prospect. We saw him in the Under Armour game. Uh, did we really? We did, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so um, he's, yeah, he was a first-round draft pick. I think, th- was John Duplantier on that roster, too, that we, when we, not not the uh, 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 Under Armour, but the other roster that, um, when we saw that minor league game, was he on there? Um, he, uh, maybe I don't, not. No, I don't no, think so. Maybe he's he, just dropped. He, he maybe, I think he used to be their number one prospect. Yeah, yeah, he okay. was, and he debuted this year, and they, they, okay. they pitched him out of the, the bullpen. I will say, John, uh, uh, Jack, his name is pronounced Duplantier. Ah, yeah, it's not okay, Duplantier. Okay, I, that's when I had to get clarification on it because okay. call, everyone was calling him Duplantier. Also, okay, interesting. Um, they also have a guy named Chris Christian Robinson who's uh, from the Bahamas, I believe. Oh, all right. Uh, along with like you know, there there was this odd like flux of um, uh, players signed from like the Bahamas. Well, uh, is Jazz Chisholm from Jazz the Bahamas, Chisholm right? was yeah. a Christian uh, Robinson. Um, 
Lucius Fox on the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. All right, all right. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't know. Any of those guys could do it, but uh, let's say Zach Gallon because he's in the majors. Perfect. I love it, Jeremy. And yeah. also we got Seth Beer coming up the pipeline, too. Seth, I mean, he's like a big prospect, right? He, uh, I think, you know, Seth Beer is a guy who, like, I don't know if he's that good or people just like just him. Li- his name. Yeah, because his, his name. name is Beer. He was traded from the Astros uh, to the Diamondbacks. Who did they get? in? Who would that trade have involved? It was like a bunch of prospects for Zach Greinke. Okay. So he came across just in uh, July for Zach Greinke. Interesting. Drafted by the uh, by the Houston Astros. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, I hope he wasn't learning their stealing signs code because it's all for naught now. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah. That, um, so I don't know. I mean, like, it, it's interesting. Like, th- yeah, like these lists were not as long as I no. thought they would be. Um, no. And uh, so it, it helps us kind of like digest them a little bit. Yeah, it does. Um, uh, and you know, Jeremy, I had uh, the, the Brewers have never had a Cy Young winner in my lifetime. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they've had two Raleigh Fingers and Pete Vukovic. So it'll be interesting to see if they ever have another one. Um, yeah, Pete, Pete Vukovic, the uh, from Major League, right? Yeah, yeah, he played uh, uh, Clue, Clue Haywood. Clue Haywood, right? Yeah, yeah, he, uh, liked his dip in that movie. Yeah, right. Um, How's your wife and my kids? That's some, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's some good symmetry there, Jeremy. To end it talking about a movie when we started with one. There we go. Speaking of movies, uh, Jack, we we should give a plug. Um, we were on. Um, uh, we just we just actually came back from a recording of uh, uh, Body. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Body Counts and Beer yeah. um, with uh, former podcast guest Mark Rosenthal. You guys heard him last year when we did our Baseball Songs episode. So yeah. he runs that with a couple of uh, funny guys, uh, uh, John Rooney Taylor and Patrick Bromley uh, as well. Yes. Uh, fr- uh, good uh, friends of ours. Um, they were uh, gracious enough to us, allow us to come on the podcast, their podcast, yeah. and talk about the movie Enter the Dragon. Yeah, so that um, should be coming on this week, later this week, yep. I believe. Uh, so check them out, uh, Body Counts and Beer. Um mm-hmm. I know they're on SoundCloud. Yep. Um, I, I believe you can find them on like you know Apple Podcasts and whatnot. But uh, they're definitely on SoundCloud, so mm-hmm. check them out there and check us out on that episode. Yeah. Um, and then we might be appearing. I think we'll be appearing on a on a episode the following week as well. Um, you know, and we can talk about that. Well, I think our next episode will be after that one drops, so we mm-hmm. can talk about that then. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, give them some love and uh, you know. Uh, Check us out on there talking about movies. Yeah, uh, and we, uh, yeah, I think we're going to have Mark Rosenthal uh, back on the podcast yeah. sometime soon too, and rightfully so. Rightfully I had to do so. it. I had to do it a third time, Jeremy. Rule of threes. That's that fine. A, Maybe yeah. we'll both just do it uh, <laughs> for the 2020 season. Uh, right. I will say, um, I'll say rightfully so. We should have him back because I think that that's our most popular episode, the uh, baseball songs episode. Really interesting. Yeah, I think so okay, at least our non-game episodes. Right. So, right. Uh, so yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, well, thanks for checking us out this week. Uh, I'm Jack Swakowski. I'm Jeremy Dionisio. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.